Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us once again. Show number two on identity. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. My name is Anna Donahue and this is my beautiful daughter, Hannah Donahue. And um, that's powerful stuff that we covered yeah. last week. Mm -hmm. So look, if you are just joining us, you need to get that under your belt. Mm -hmm. Last week's show, go to my YouTube channel, download it, podcast listeners, listen to it again, because now show number two will really make more sense. Mm -hmm. If you listen to show number one, I will repeat once again, I have free downloadable notes on the website, anadonyministries.com. God says you are. This is what we went over last week. But Hannah, we, we talked about a phrase mm -hmm. that is now, I've discovered, 150 times mentioned in the New Testament wow. alone. It's a phrase of, in him you are, mm -hmm. in whom you are, in whose you are, because of him. What does all that mean? And if you've ever sat out there and thought or struggled with, yeah, I, get, I, I hear you, but what do you, how am I in Christ? Mm -hmm. How is he in me? We're going to go over that today. I pulled from the great, uh, I think he's from Britain, Spurgeon, preacher of the 1800s. He gives three illustrations. If I'm wrong on that, I think he was from England. You let me know. <laughs> but uh, he gives three illustrations to help identify mm -hmm. what it might mean that he's in you Christ and you are in him and I want to go over those today as we close out show number two to combine show one and show two John Piper says this about those 150 phrases he says read them over and over whatever days and weeks it takes writing down all that you see in him Christ is, in whose Christ is, mm. about the nature of what it means to be in Christ. Write them down. Mm -hmm. Get them in. Because when, again, as we said last week, when someone tries to come to you with, yeah, but do you remember what you did when you were 20? I'm sorry. That was then. This mm -hmm. is who I am now that Christ is in me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. You know, here's the first illustration that Spurgeon says. He gives Noah's Ark as a type. Here's what he says. The animals that were preserved from the deluge passed through the door into the ark. The Lord shut them in high above the foaming billows. They floated in perfect safety. Trying to give you an eye, a visual of in Christ. Mm -hmm. Safety in Christ. We are in Christ, Spurgeon says, in the same sense. God, he is the ark, Jesus, or Jesus, God, Holy Ghost. He is the ark of God provided against the day of judgment. Okay, Noah's ark. Climbing into the ark. I guess you could say we climb into God. We have no fear of judgment on the final day because he already judged sin at the cross. We're mm -hmm. in him. We're safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trying to give you three pictures of what it would look like to be in Christ. Noah's ark is an example. Mm -hmm. Hannah, what's another one that you see here? The second one that we're going to talk about is the vine and the branch which I love. I remember I was trying to find the video years ago. I'd listened to this specific video and song that 
incorporated the vine and the branch verse. So I love it. I'm very visual. So the vine and the branch is like one of my favorite ones. But the notes say in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus explains this phrase of being in himself in another way. He represents us as being in him as the branch is in the vine. The branch derives all its nourishment, its sap, its vitality, its fruit bearing power from the stem with which it is united. It would be of no use that the branch should be close to the trunk. It would be of no service even to strap it side by side with the stem. It must be actually in it by a vital union. Christ is in you, the hope of glory. True. So I think about that with the with the vine and the branch, with us, with the Lord, is that if we are one with Christ in Lord in in yeah, union with yeah, the yeah. Lord, <laughs> then we also bear fruit. And yes. I was thinking about like a branch on the ground, like it literally has no, it's like disservice. But if it's still connected to the tree, to the vine, then it's going to bear the flowers. It's going to bear the fruit on the tree. It's going to bear the leaves because it's still connected to the source. It's still connected to the life that gives it its life, basically, if that makes sense. That's so good. And so I was thinking about that, like us with the Lord, if we are continually connected with the Lord, then we're going to bear the fruit. Then we're going to like receive his promises, walk out the plan for his life. You can read it in John 15. Mm -hmm. Um, He really breaks it down. But if we're not connected to the Lord, then we're not going to bear the fruit. Then we're not, we're not um, secure in his promises and we might not live out what he has for us. Very true. Very true. I remember this quote and I shared it with you on show one. I think maybe we were off camera. The author says, we're not running parallel lives with Christ. no, well, this won't work, but he's in us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're in him. He's in. Mm-hmm. Not running side by side. It's deeper. It's I, it's a mystery, but yet our spirits grasp it. Mm-hmm. So I love the photograph of vine and branch. And I love what you said. I should have I should have brought a dead branch that sit on the table. Does nothing. Mm-hmm. But if it's hooked to mm-hmm. the vine fruit, I love that hand. Third example. So first example, trying to show you what it might look like in Christ. Christ in us. Jesus said, I'm in you. You're in me to God. Same principle. We're in Christ. He's in us. Number one was Noah's Ark. Mm -hmm. Number two, vine and the branch. Our third illustration, according to Spurgeon, is a stone in a building. The stone is built into the wall. Think about a brick building. The stone is built into the wall, and it's part of it. In some of the old Roman walls that you can scarcely tell which is the firmer, the cement or the stone, they all blend so much together. Their cement was so exceedingly strong, it held the stones together as though they were one mass of rock. They become one rock, one palace wall, one temple. So to be in Christ is to trust him for salvation as Noah did. Noah trusted the ark. To derive real life from him as the vine and the branch, what Mm -hmm. Hannah shared. And then to lean on him, to be united to him as the stone leans on the foundation and becomes Mm -hmm. an integral part of that structure. Trying to show you. Mm -hmm. I wrote down here John 17, 23 is where Jesus says, I in them, you and me. He's talking to the Father. I'm in them, Father. You're in me, God. Now he's done the same thing. He's in us. We're in him. I'm just thinking this too. I remember Watchman Nee said he would take a piece of paper. He said, take a book, which I have my Bible. 
Jesus, you, you and me, in him. He's in me. Mm -hmm. So supernaturally, I know I'm going to mess my setup. Sorry, girls. Supernaturally, the flow happens. His thoughts, his wisdom, his supernatural love for people, his compassion for the lost. Mm -hmm. You start realizing, I've never thought of these things before. Now I do. Because yeah. he's in you. Yeah. He's in you. Mm -hmm. You're in him. This stuff is so powerful. Let me close it out, Hannah, with a couple quotes. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. What an amazing union that says, not I, but Christ. Not I, but Christ. The life I now live in the flesh, I'm living by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I write down here, this is so much more than being identified by a news commentator or by something that happened to you in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. You're identified because Christ is in you. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Mm. Colossians 1.27, that's where it says you're not running parallel lives with Christ. The mystery is he's in you, you're in him. Hannah, let's what that Lisa Turquist quote that you love. Let's read that before we go off the air. She says, we absolutely must tie our identities to our unchanging, unflinching, unyielding, undeniably good, and unquestionably loving God. The God who says we are seen, we are known, we are valuable, and we are loved. Then and only then will we know the true security he has perfectly designed for us to walk Isn't in. Isn't that true? Yeah. Isn't that so, so good? good. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. that tie your identity to an unchanging God. I've got one more by Susie Larson. If you don't know who you are, if we don't know who we are, we will perpetually misuse our time, our treasure, and our talents to prove something that Jesus has already proven. Yeah. Just climb up into him. Hmm. I just was thinking of this, Hannah. If you don't know who you are, ask. Mm -hmm. God, who am I in you? God, what, what do you see? What did you see from the foundations of the earth when you mm -hmm. made me? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm drawn to this. God, what, what am I to do with that? Yeah. You're discovering mm -hmm. who you are in him. Good? Yeah, it's awesome. We pray for people? Yeah. We love you. This stuff's huge. Everywhere I go, I, you'll start at, look, as you start to discover who you are in Christ, you'll start, if, if someone out there doesn't know, you'll start hearing it in their uh, experience and the deeper you go in Christ, you almost will get sad because you'll see them on the, I call it a hamster's wheel, never ending, mm -hmm. trying to prove stuff. Does that mean we don't achieve and do our best and get out there? Oh my gosh, I've never worked harder in my life. <laughs> but I love everything I do and I'm charged because it's in mm -hmm. me and he, he's in me doing the work. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so let's join hands, Hannah. Father, for those listeners by podcast, for those ones tuning into the YouTube show, Father, uh, may they dig deep, mm -hmm. dive deep to say, God, who, who have you made me to be? Mm -hmm. I want to be that. From the foundations of the world, you saw them and, and you created that person. Father, may they discover who and whose they are in you. 
We love you, Lord. You love us, God, and we want to thank you. Thank you for the show for today, for all the listening audience and viewing audience. Bless them. Bless them abundantly, we pray and agree. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> Two shows on identity. Show number one, show number two. We hope you'll tune in. Hope you'll listen and get it right to us. If you want to write to Hannah and ask her about any of her experiences, please mm-hmm. feel free to do so. And uh, hey, if you'd like to support the show, AnnaDonnieMinistries.com, click the donate button. We could surely use it. We have a lot of plans for the show. We hope you're enjoying it. And look, speaking of the show, if you have not subscribed, subscribe. You'll never miss a show. In the meantime, we will be back. My goal, Hannah, is, you know, that children's book's coming. Mm -hmm. I have the illustrator to come on with me right here on this set to go over. Talk about identity. All of our identity in Christ for kids. Mm -hmm. So we hope you'll tune in. Anyway, all right, I'm going to sign off. We'll sign off. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us on Solutions with Anna and Hannah Donahue. (laughs) Amen.